Well, welcome to Olives and Pimentos Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. My co-host... Jen. And I'm talking with Dan. Aloha. Cool, right on. <laughs> Send your curveball right out of the gate. There you go. Dan. I am not Samoan. Are you sure? Uh, last I checked. Okay. Yeah. So you are a firefighter. Uh, yeah, rumor has it. Mm-hmm. Been doing it for about uh, 18 years now, last 10 uh, professionally, so. No, that's cool. Yeah. So what got you into firefighting? Um, when I was younger, you guys remember the uh, big blackout? Like, uh, like the, the, no, the big one where, like, the entire East Coast shut down. Yes, I was flying yeah. to New Brunswick, actually, ah, during that. Yeah. Yes, I do remember. Thank that. God those planes aren't my like extension cords. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I was uh, just kind of still working uh, summers with my dad. Uh, there was a, a, a kid I knew, a friend of mine, who was... Uh, we used to ride the school bus together. We those lame kids that you had to drive like the school bus out to the boonies for like an extra hour after school. Oh, you're that kid that we had to sit there on the bus yeah. for another hour and a half to pick you up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then so. half the time your parents would pick you up from school at the end of the day, but we would still yeah. have to go to the stop. Well, it's nice to have people waiting on you. Oh. No, I, uh, we would all be on the school bus and, uh, you know, school, school, uh, school girl hijinks as it were, but you know, he was actually uh, like one of these obscenely nice people. Like, I don't want to see like, oh. sorry, I haven't turned that off yet. <laughs> Let me just get that real quick. I'm playing that stuff. Battery. Hi. Fergus guys are going on a call. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm your cat's stealing my money. money. <laughs> Jesus. What do you got we there? We trained him well. Yeah. He's like, he dropped a toonie, it's mine. It's giving my money. He did it already the best. I haven't even gotten that far in. We're already up the road. No, this is good. So, uh, yeah, I uh, um, grew up with him, and then the, the blackout hit. And like this kid, like when I talked about how he was over the top of seeing the ice, like one of these guys, you know, couldn't say a bad thing. And he, he kind of became fodder for a lot of jokes, as you do mm. growing up. But... Um, during the blackout, like he used to go down, uh, he was, I forgot what grade it was in Christ, it's hard to think back what year that was, but he would go back and, uh, he'd go downtown and just hang out with all the homeless people in Guelph and just, like, tell stories to them and stuff like that. Wow. Just hang out and, like, make sure they were listened to. Nowadays, you think about doing that with, like, the fentanyl and everything in there, it's like, I wouldn't send a yep. minor anywhere near these Yo, people, but, you know. Exactly. Um, so he's, uh, during the blackout, he was biking home from, uh, spending time with them. And you... And uh, he was hit by a car, and he was uh, killed. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Wolf, yeah. Um, and uh, first kind of experience of that, right? Yeah. And, you know, at that age, everything's jacked up to a million degrees. Mm-hmm. Just the hormones and everything. But, uh, yeah, I came back and couldn't really make heads or tails of it. And then uh, I remember at his funeral service, like, uh, everyone talking about even the family, the the sister, the the, the mom, the dad. Like I don't want to get into specific, a priority of tip the hand too much about who this person was. Um, but uh, well, I don't think they're listening. So well, unless they're in Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Bulgarian peeps. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy in uh, yeah peep. Peep. singular peep. peep. Yeah. Could be on the family radio. You don't Maybe, know how many that's true. I'm, I'm being but yeah, they just listen to the family talk about like as horrible a situation as that was. To, just to do a complete 180 and go back to the downer conversation. <laughs> uh, 
No. Yeah, how can you go through something that awful, like shatter your family, and all you can say is good things about you know the first responders mm-hmm. and everything like that? And I kind of put it on my radar, and hmm. a couple years later was in grade eleven, and I somehow bag borrowed steel lied my way into a co-op program, and uh, one of the ones that was on there was uh, firefighting, and somehow I won the the Guelph firefighting co-op, and it was objectively badly run back then mm-hmm. so i was in i was in grade 11 i think but i was a pretty big kid and uh no i know right <laughs> and uh, i think most of the guy, most of the guys there thought i was a college student so i got like here's one week in fire prevention here's one week in dispatch here's your bunker gear get on the truck what fuck like, off really? i'm in grade 11 <laughs> What? How tall were you in grade 11? Uh, I was about six foot. Holy, Holy shit. fuck. Yeah. And Wayne and I... Oh, God. I was... Uh, shit. Uh, that would have been... Oh, I would have been plus 250. Easy. It's <laughs> fucking nuts. And so they had you doing all the drills and... Yeah, so, I mean, you weren't doing everything. Right. But uh, you were on, riding the back of the truck. Like, I literally did a week <laughs> of all the other divisions, and then they said, here's your gear, ride the truck. For the rest of grade 11, I was fucking like a junkie. I was hooked. <laughs> this wow. is... It was almost like when Kramer had the. Yeah, on the back of the truck. Like, <laughs> on the back of the truck. Kramer's <laughs> got the wheel! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But after that, I was pretty much hooked. And uh, yeah, talk about a 180. I went from being like just the worst freaking high school student to being like an honor roll student. Oh, wow. So that's why so I always advocate for the co op program. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I saw my too. Actually, in my uh, in my profession, I think the co-op programs do wonders for people who don't want to do school, right? Like I did it too. Yeah, well, hot take. I always kind of say like, university educations to be sometimes feel like a Ponzi scheme, right? Like a lot of a lot of teachers come in and it's like you have to take university. And like back, this was back when Ontario was doing all the new curriculum changeover right yeah so they're saying well you want to take all the university courses keep your options open it's like what part of me tells you i'm going to be an astrophysicist (laughs) 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 jesus but it it, it came down like like working like a trade like uh like going into trade school or going into like vocational or something Mm -hmm. that was looked down upon yeah it was totally so Jokes on them. Now when their house is on fire, who shows up? <laughs> so you went to college and everything, yeah? Yeah, one year uh, trade certificate in college. So I yeah. uh, went up to Peterborough in Fleming College. And it was, uh, most of them I think are up to two semester now, but it was, or, or two year now, but it was a three semester, one year. So it started January, ended in okay. in December. It was just a riot. Mm-hmm. But the course was delivered by uh, firefighters, so you can imagine, like, School had a policy for the summer semester, no Mondays. Uh, so Mondays were off, and then most of the firefighters, they show up Tuesday, they put you through the classroom portion, which they couldn't stand either for the first half day Tuesday. You'd go out, you'd blow a few things up on the fire ground, put them out a few times. What do you mean blow up? I mean, like, light it on fire with a bunch <laughs> oh of hydrocarbons God. and fuel on it, blow it up, and then That's put it amazing. out. All day? Well, I know. For the first day or two, it was the summertime. By the time you were about halfway through Thursdays, like, yeah, I guess just want to call it a week. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, my, my parents over here, this will probably hate to know that they paid like 20 grand. <laughs> <laughs> just the last two and a half days a week in the, in the summer. But Yeah. Well, you, it, it worked. It worked out in the end. Oh, yeah. And you grew up on a farm too, right? Well, I worked on a farm. I actually didn't grow up on one, but uh, worked on two different farms growing up uh, when I was younger. Um, 
So, so far, farmer by association, I guess. Mm-hmm. Contact high of farming. I don't know. <laughs> That's a thing with farming. Yeah. Bit of a bit of a country boy, uh, growing up in the sticks, as it mm-hmm. were, as much as you can be in the sticks and still be that close to golf. So that's fair. Yeah. Um, and so with um, with firefighting, there comes a lot of mental stuff. How's that? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a it's a big issue right now, right? Like, and, and rightfully so. I mean, I, I I I like many others had a bit of a, a rocky road with it, but it's uh, it's one of those things. Like, it's it's I have a fairly strong hand in teaching recruits, yeah. both both here in Central Wellington and for with the first boys right now. Yeah, uh, you could get. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> hold the truck. Hold um, no, but. Um, one of the things I always try to tell, especially the Toronto recruits when I'm teaching them, is like the best way I can describe it is something that in your civilian life would be maybe low percentage once in a lifetime you'd do. Mm-hmm. Something like doing CPR. Right. That's going to be a Tuesday. Yeah. Like that's just a, that's, that's nothing. Like that's a drop in the pan, right? Well, I can't even imagine the That's fucking it. shit you've fucking seen. Well, the, we're our own worst enemy for it because we look at something like that and go, "That's nothing, right?" Like, but it's you think about it, mm. it is. Yeah, absolutely. But you adjust sure. your norm, right? It's all about immersion and yeah. where your normal is. So, a lot has come out with it. I mean, we always say there's a reason in our union uh, magazine you have, you know. Eight different divorce lawyers have ads in there. Right? Really? Wow. Oh God, yeah. Most of them oh. are also on the job. So. <laughs> There's a reason for that, right? Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. it's a it's a hard disconnect from you know regular life and fire life, and that's why so many guys lose themselves in the career. And that's certainly you know just to graze the surface a bit of my own personal experience. That's kind of what happened with me. Is you know it got to the point where. Normal life day to day didn't make sense, mm-hmm. so you just go back to that world and just yeah. everything's fine there. It's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. You're ten foot tall and bulletproof, right? Of course. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I still think you're ten foot tall and bulletproof. We are. Well, right? you know, <laughs> I got some That's right. <laughs> yeah. Somebody goes down. But yeah, it's uh, it's a lot going on right now, and uh, it's it's one of those things you can't even say it's like a quantifiable feel, right? There's there's a lot well, of subjective information. Do, do you feel that right now in, was it 23 right now or 24? It's 23 for a couple weeks yet. Let's Sweet, not right What? Um, do you feel right now that, um, uh, how do I say this, in the future, like right now and in the future, that um, the academies and the schools and the colleges are prepping everyone for what I would say is the one of the things like people kind of lose sight of when it comes specifically to the fire service, at least here in Ontario, is uh, it's not standardized. So mm-hmm. you know, uh, EMS has you know MCA standards and, and have training and stuff like that that's standardized across the board because they're associated with Ontario Healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, police certainly are standardized; mm-hmm. they all go to the same school down in Aylmer. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and you can all say your chosen comments about how the outcome of that is oh. uh, but uh, I, I, I won't yeah. <laughs> I think you I'm, said I'm there with you <laughs> <laughs> but, 
let's leave that let's one just carry on. Yeah. I haven't got rivalries notwithstanding. I haven't got sued yet, and I want to. <laughs> but uh, fire services are all different. Every everyone you see, right? I it's, didn't know that. No real standardization. It's, they're just starting to flirt with the applied standards, where you know the actual education is the same. But as far as what you actually want to teach a guy, carte blanche, go nuts. Different every department. Really, I really so. That, being as I work on a, a fairly major department, as well as a very small department, mm-hmm. it's interesting comparing the notes, right? Um, but as always, the motivator is when something goes cockeyed and sideways, who's going to pay the bill? Yeah. yeah. So once once it started came that, hey, you know, maybe you're going all weird and crazy and, you know, having a whole, I'm not supposed to use the term crazy, but like mm-hmm. you're having a... You're clearly not living a normal life. Like, eh, it might have something to do with the freaking insane job you're doing. Yeah, for, yeah, for sure. And then WSAB stops in, starts making the cities pay for it. It's like, hey guys, we really care about you all of a sudden, and now we're going to start giving you uh, mental health stuff. So wow. that trend's starting to happen. The bigger huh. the department, the more prevalent it's become, simply because the bill has gotten bigger for the cities. Mm-hmm. So, and now they're already talking about like not to go, not to go overly heavy, but even some of the. Uh, retroactive coverage we have for uh, workplace exposure to cancers and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we do a lot of cancers. We rule as, as you're, so when you're a firefighter, something like six, 400 to 600% more likely to contract certain types of cancer. Right, because of ingesting. So they've started through WSIB applying that as uh, a line of duty death, meaning city pays for it as if you were run over by the truck on the job. Right? So wow. they're already starting to do the conversation's been going on for a couple of years now about uh, suicide. Oh, really? Told, yeah. Which, I mean, that's a heavy one I don't want to even graze the surface no. of. No. Oh, but that's, yeah. I mean. Thanks for tuning in for such live <laughs> content, guys. Yeah, yeah, talk to you later. Um, do, you, do you now? Do no, you I was just turning off the TV. Were there for you? Um, they are. Or other With it, un- unquestionably, yes, the resources yeah. are there. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it my only real criticism, I would say, isn't that the resources aren't there and aren't available. Like, eventually, I did come across some phenomenal resources, mm-hmm. but the bigger problem is uh, cultural mm-hmm. in the fact of you know someone stands up who has never worked a day on the truck and doesn't know what you've experienced or anything like that, and they say, "Well, guys, yeah, but there should be no stigma getting help." And your response is. <laughs> But there is. Exactly. He goes, you know, yeah, yeah, I know, but there shouldn't be. It's like, <laughs> but there is. Yeah, of course. No. Right? Right? Jesus. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's one of those things that, yeah, my my personal case, things had kind of had to go completely sideways before they got better because yeah. I wasn't going to stop by my own hand. No, no, right. no. So. Is every, um, every department different, like, with, like, how they handle stuff like that? So there's, there's like what I'm saying, like is, yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, like is every department different? Yeah, I mean there's there's minute differences. A lot of the protocol stuff's the same because once you activate that protocol and get to a point where you're getting this with someone to help, yep. inevitably it's kind of the same resources. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, there's a lot of fly by night resources out there that are just fucking awful. Like right. I, I, I I ran through a few before I got there, right? Mm-hmm. Before I got somewhere really good, so. It's uh, it's hit or miss, and, and the best thing like a department can do for localized, like you know, I'm pretty sure there's 
very few fire departments out there that on their payroll wants to have like a fucking psychologist on their, you know, on their day to day. So it is like it is separate. Like every department yeah. is separate. It's, right? it's, it's but it's the separate. same union though, or so there's a there is a provincial affiliate yeah. union, but every union has its local, and then we have an international as well. But it's still like it's tons of degrees of separation from one to the other. Yeah, and. Is it still like a boys club right now, or? Well, depends on your definition of boys club. Well, you know what I mean, though. Yeah. Um, they're, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know, you can call it an older school opinion, but yep. I'm of the opinion, like, there's been a lot of, of necessary, needed, and, and definitely proactive moves to kind of curtail the old boy, the traditional yeah yeah for sure well it's like that in the kitchen too yeah and i'm not saying that didn't need to happen i'm not saying there wasn't a dire need for some of that but you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm. right in the fact that like you can talk about it's i mean call a spade a spade it's a male dominated field yeah for sure well, rightfully so though i think and, and i think my personal hot take is that it will probably almost always remain a male Mm-hmm. Just because of you know men and female are different and there's different things that appeal to different people not saying one or the other can't do it but uh, there was a there was a bit of an I mean I don't want to say attack but it was kind of perceived that way by some of the guys right and it's mm-hmm. like you know we there was a bond that was there I'm not saying the bond isn't there but it was an open category and then more HR people walked into it or something like that it kind of undermined that yeah. one of the best conversations I had is uh, um, like when things started to go real sideways for me before I reached out and got the help it was like I didn't feel that resource was there anymore mm-hmm. you know because like now everyone's stepping on eggshells if they say something wrong and someone says something to the wrong person and yeah. someone gets hauled into an office and gives a pink slip or something like that yeah word yeah whereas you know I was always kind of taught and, and still believe to this day like fire ground's kind of sacred ground what happens inside those four walls stays inside those four walls well it's it's the same thing in my industry too like right. my industry and I fuck I'm the same way too like I don't want to say it like I know a lot of really good female chefs yeah but that industry and I think will always remain a male dominated industry doesn't like and I'm fucking full force like fuck if you can sling pants da 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 right yep but yeah well it's in, I always say it's important because because I mean like how the W I remember getting read the ground rules here about not going political. I like know. Flirting with that already. I know, and it's like what? Time? No, it's cool. But I it's know. just it, my, my my only kind of overall statement is like I, it's not even an equality thing. It, it's it's to me it's a uh, equality doesn't mean identical. Equality means no. you know we're we're equal. Yes. Right. Yeah. Whereas whereas like is the culture in the fire service predominantly you know always going to be male dominated because the culture has been primarily guarded by men. Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, that doesn't, Rome doesn't change on a dime. You can't yeah. just come and say, no, it's not that way anymore. Yeah, because it's. Because, like, it's who the hell are you and what the hell do you know? Well, it's like, geez, like, you still have the old guard, too, right? Yeah. But I was like, like, one of my favorite things I saw when, when this stuff was coming up, and, you know, you're trying to sit there with the old boy, the, the guys from the old boys club, and explain why, you know, the world's not going to shatter because one woman gets tired <laughs> out in the fire hall, right? And, yeah. Like, Hold on, it's yeah. okay, yeah. you're yeah. fine. In a second. But one of the, I forget who it was who came up with it, someone who was involved at the Toronto Academy, but they were saying, uh, 
Um, you know, there's always the, the firefighting is the brotherhood, the brotherhood, but mm. they started putting out uh, media with brotherhood, but then the her in the middle of brotherhood was, um, was bold. Yeah. So I was like, that's a nice that's take cool. on it. It's like, this is our culture, and we want you to know what you're coming into. We're not saying you can't come into it, but like, this is what you are coming yeah. into. And there's, as I said with the, the whole baby and bathwater thing, is like, yeah, I'm not saying it's appropriate, proper. I'm sure some HR person would want to hang me from my ears for this, <laughs> but like, the same point of like, there's a reason we don't do a desk job. We don't do a, mm. I'm not there doing data entry at City Hall or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really comes down to like, you got to be comfortable with those people because you're ride or die with them. And that's not just a slogan I put on Instagram. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> no, lots of things. It doesn't happen. Right? Every, it doesn't happen every day. It happens no, once in a blue sure. moon. But I always say like, <laughs> yeah, <I'm not> sure. <laughs> I always say like, it, you don't you don't need me there to brace you, teach you like a, to a junior firefighter, whoever they are. I, like you don't need me there to brace you for the days when you know you get a bunch of hilarious shit around the hall and nothing goes sideways right I want to make sure you're ready for your worst day yeah right? absolutely and that needs yeah, a you too huh yeah Pimento was agreeing with like, you yeah you sure yeah man but it's uh, like I don't know I tried my hand at a few other jobs beforehand but it was like this was always kind of the goal it's a hard mm-hmm. field to crack but uh, it's the only real thing in my life I ever got into and it was like it's like I was just always here, you know. You just naturally yeah. take a shining to it. Right? I feel like you have that same, yeah. What with cooking? Yeah. No, no. With podcasts. <laughs> I did one this morning with the band called The Slime. So you though, saw their cassettes earlier. So all all three of the guys were like fucking like gas drinking samosas, whatever. So short story. So the slime like is run by Derek Slime. That's how they go by. Nice. Um, and so he's forty seven, but everyone else in the band is like in their twenties. Like he's had the band since like two thousand fourteen. That's like, right there. Well, he's like, okay, the, it's, the it's other all, it's all the kids of the original band members. Yeah, basically, like he got rid of everyone and just hired a bunch of fucking gunners. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I did one this morning. But yeah, it's like my industry too. Like my industry, I think has changed in the past seven years I was raised by the old guard where you go to work you work 14 hours and you get up in the morning and do another 14 there's no calling in sick there's no like I I remember when I had pneumonia when I was doing my apprenticeship I was uh, two days off work the chef drove to my house knocked on my door and said is Sean coming to work yeah. today it's like that scene from and, Shawshank you better be dead or dying yeah. you know. and I was like my mom answered the door she's like well he's got pneumonia and then the chef sat there and said well we all got problems lady we're, yeah. <laughs> like we're, everybody has to eat. We're, we're, we're fully booked tonight and I'm down two other guys and yeah. he's been already off for two days and my mom's like well he's got pneumonia well in your fields are like a Thankless oh. feel, right? Like, oh, fucking so many ways. It's fucking mental. Eh? We at least have the benefit of we got a calendar people look at. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys fucking got like 10 yeah. sick days, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm in the calendar. Mr. Mr. Febtober. Are you? Febtober? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. no. It's right there in between. You'll see it. No, it's, it's, it's you know, I, in a weird way, I, like, 
I see the same thing about cops from time to time. Mm-hmm. It's like you couldn't pay me enough to do some of that stuff. Yeah. Because right? it is like same thing with, with most things in the service industry. No. It's like awful. No. Considering the shit you guys go through, there's not nearly enough thanks there. So. No, well, that's the thing too. Is like, and should I say this? Uh, no, I'm not going to. Um, I will say what I was going to say after I stop recording. Um, it's got nothing to do with. Ooh, dish. <laughs> Tune into all of the fundamentals after hours. Yeah. Well, actually, we have one. Yeah, there you go. It's Which called. Gets drunk and forgets to stop recording. Mr. Martini edition. Yes. Yeah. He's had one with Harry. With well, I was already one. I was already sitting here beforehand getting interviewed by Pimento. So. <laughs> she's yeah. on a break. She has yeah. to get her little cat. Yeah, she's in her trailer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a hard industry, and that's the thing too. And at the end of the day, you got to make luck out and be like, okay, you know what? Am I done? Like, I'm yeah. done it. Yeah. And you know what? It, there's there's a lot of industries out there. Like, like I often yeah. say, the one reasons why when I came into you know doing firefighting professionally. I mean, I started real young in the in the volunteer side because mm-hmm. I, I just turned twenty, right. which is like considering some of the stuff you can come across. Yeah, mm-hmm. and who the hell knows what mm-hmm. the hell they're talking about at twenty? Really? Oh yeah, I did. Really. That was a lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. we live there. You did come yeah. out of the womb. Yeah. <laughs> As my dad ever so eloquently always used to say, is you know. Well, around 14, the teenage fairy comes up, takes your goddamn brain, doesn't bring to back right. to you until you're about 25 if That's you're lucky. It. If you're lucky, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> sounds like a fucking bird. But I started, I started pretty early with that. I made a, pretty much every mistake in the book. Yeah. But one of the nice things is I was still working construction uh, at that point. And mm. not saying I didn't make the same goddamn mistakes there, but... It did turn into one of those things, like, no matter what you did or what you said or who you tried to appeal to or suck up to or whatever, it's not going to work. There's no equivalency other than just do your goddamn job mm-hmm. and work, right? Yeah. And not saying I was doing that the whole time I was there, but by the time I had left, you know, I had learned those skills because I was, you know, 27 when I left construction. Oh, and that's the thing, too. Like, I met your dad. I met your mom. and They loved you. I know. And they're great I people. know. My mom's saying prayers for you right now. <laughs> Aww, that's so nice of her. Um, and that's the thing, man, is like, you're a really good friend of mine. Um, but even meeting your folks, like, and I don't know how to say, they raised you, right? Is that cool? Yeah. Well, no, I. Is that I'm sure okay? I hope so, because there's something else going wrong. I want to know what's coming up. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But it's like, they, they sat there and they. I know lots. Fuck, whatever. I, I just don't. remember my mom saying after she first met, she was like, wow, that boy really likes the word fuck. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's there trying to stifle a laugh every second thing Sean says. Mm. That's hilarious. But I think your mom and your dad, and that's and that's why I say like the old like farm boy like mentality where it's yeah. like they ingrained in, okay, do this, do this. You can also do this, you can also do this, but you can also still have an opinion. Yeah, and that's, I mean, uh, in a weird segue back to what we were talking about earlier, but the weird part we talked about, like, if you're looking at the whole kind of genre of, you know, men's mental health sort of mm-hmm. thing, there's, you know, there's the whole be a man crowd, which, by mm-hmm. the way, I love those Instagram. They're, they're objectively funny. Yeah. But, you know. Oh, hide your emotions in, right? Well, yeah. There's a lot of attacks of that, and I'm not saying that's the proper strategy or defending that lifestyle, but there is good stuff that comes from absolutely because right? you, you know throw the whole thing out and say it's toxic, and no, there's there's nuance to everything. In that's life, right. right. There's, life is lived in gray areas, not black and white. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Is and like you can't laugh about something. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. But like, even like you know, like stand up, go to work, da da da. And if I didn't have that ingrained by my grandfather. I probably wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I mean, I always say partially because of, of being so young when I started and the volunteers making all those mistakes and thankfully having some one or two mentors, uh, you know, who looked past that and said, well, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, give him time. Yeah. Uh, combined with the fact of, of, you know, also taking my licks in the construction field by the time I got into well, it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, by the time I got into it professionally, at, you know, in my late 20s, um, I, it, I had so little in common with people of my own, I wouldn't even say age, my own seniority. Yeah. Like the same kind of generation. Mm. I, I, when I hit the floors in Toronto, it was like I was more relatable to the guys who were 20 years on the job. Yeah. And that's not a boast. It was just like the mannerisms because it, it is coming a rarity now. Yeah. You know, the work ethic side of it. Oh, the, the, heck yeah. I, I'm not <laughs> saying it's the mentally healthiest, healthiest no. lifestyle, but the, there is a quality of its own to the, the actual work ethic. Yeah. And I think, you know, and the nice thing is those, those hard borders between, you know, work for a living, never talk about your feelings until you die, and then someone can put it in your eulogy for you. And, and, and the, you know, I need to, I can't go to work for, for, you know, um, because some small thing has, has destroyed me. There's, there's, yeah. I have an entire playlist of music. I listen to that is songs that, basically entertain that theme and yeah. it's 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 not one way or the other it's the nuance of it right you can you can do both we mm. can decide to do both as a fucking society mm. yeah. especially as, as men we can decide to do that mm-hmm. it's just one needs to inform the other yeah right yeah for yeah for sure and that needs to happen too and i think it's already starting to happen now yeah well i take man trees grow harder and strong dirt there you go. I'm just full of all the caveats. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. I, listen, I still listen to country music, so most of those are lyrics. There you go. <laughs> Carry on, then nobody yet you know. So you yeah, exactly, know. exactly. We're safe. Good audience. Shout out to the Bulgarian country music market. <laughs> so yeah, there's a guy in Bulgaria, and there's a guy in one guy in Australia. Uh, there was one Google guy. Drone in, person. Yeah, and there's one dude listening on Xbox Live. So, other than firefighting, you also volunteer for music festivals. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's right. actually a solid segue, Sean. Well done. <laughs> it actually is. I'm going to tell the story behind it. Like, honestly, uh, when I talk about the nuance, of uh, the work ethic with, you know, actually talking about how you're feeling and being okay with that. Like, you can do both. One doesn't undermine the other. Uh, I was kind of living over the edge, unbalanced, working too much. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because it was uh, all the guys from, you know, Riverfest, Alora that I know, all my really good friends who are texting me right now wondering why I'm not over at the brewery. With them. Shout, out the Shout out to Riverfest. Shout out to Riverfest, Alora. Um, the one of the really cool things, I guess, in hindsight now, looking back, is that Mike—I didn't know any of them. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was through Riverfest I got to know them all. I actually got into Riverfest because of uh, the fire department in Alora. Oh really? And, uh, oh no way! There was a guy in the fire department. He's like, "Hey, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing stage crew." And uh, look, I'll just be honest. We we didn't get enough people <laughs> to volunteer. Does anyone want to just come down this weekend? I came down and. You know, it's one of those, you know, you're just go, 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 high yeah. energy. It, it felt like the firefighting world. It was very right. similar because it's that high adrenaline. It was like, you're exhausted, but oh, just gosh, keep going because yeah. you got a mission and no. just keep going. At that point, it was like, it was a drug to me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, hey, even in those environments, uh, look where it led me, right? So yeah. started with Riverfest and then um, 
dabbled a little bit in, uh, in, in the Canadian Dairy Expo. Shout out wow. to Dairy Expo in Stratford. Fuck, I forgot you did that. That's yeah. amazing. You and John do that, John Rolson John, and Spencer. John Rolson and Spencer Shewin and uh, Shout out to John Rolson and Spencer Shewin. And there's been a few of the, uh, uh, a whole eclectic mix of people from Fergus, Alora. I think the Boo Radleys came out and did parking with us one year. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah just riding the, the the I'm working high right you know mm-hmm. you, you, you come weirdly addicted to the whole like just keep moving like look yeah. how big this task is and we're taking this motherfucker down <laughs> and that that was that's what got me into with those guys and you know thank god it did because when things finally kind of fell apart that was my, my life <laughs> like, range honest yeah man uh, they're all great people that you know mm-hmm. got in with Hillside and some of the other stuff that Riverfest does in town yeah. here. it's been great you like Hillside yeah Sure. <laughs> no, but I do. I do. Was I do. Hillside different? How very different? Yeah, actually, that's a better person from like. I am not a music expert. Mm-hmm. I have only really kind of developed any kind of. Uh, as I've already dropped a few times, most of my upbringing was like deep country. Fair. I like old country. Oh, I don't, yeah. I don't like Absolutely. new country. Absolutely. Like I will take. Rolling. That was why I was like telling you guys. It was like uh, when you were doing Wailing Beatles Jennings, and Beatles and Rolling Stones. Yeah. I was going to say, "Fuck you, Hank Williams." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's valid. I mean, that is valid. So uh, uh, yeah. I would take Hank Williams over the Stones and the and the Beatles. Would you? I just Maybe. I just had like a uh, filibuster so. talk with someone at a bar uh, mm-hmm. the other day. About I love bars. They're, they're great. I like they're filibuster conversations. Yeah. Filibuster's a great guy. Uh, <laughs> no, we were talking about the Highwaymen. Like, the, uh, it's know, amazing. People who don't even know who it was. It was actually yeah, Spenny's a uh, country DJ night the other night. And I was mm-hmm. trying to, and of course, I may or may not have had a beer or two. And Never holding oh, court yeah. over the Highwaymen, and someone's like, "Yeah, it's like the traveling mulberries." I'm like, who? <laughs> so so the Highwaymen was Tom Petty. Nope, it was all those traveling mulberries. Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson. Nelson Willie Christopherson and uh, Will and Jennings, Jennings you know. in one group, man. Mm-hmm. And it's always easy if you're if you're ever look trying to look up, uh, you know, their most famous song. It's really easy because the band's the Highwaymen. The album's the Highwaymen. And the song is <laughs> the Highwaymen. Let's get to the Traveling <laughs> Wilburys was what it was. Roy Orbison, Tom Petty. Tom Petty. So I, I I'm not even making that up. Someone dropped that. I was like, I had no idea. I bet you've heard it. Well, you have to. It's Roy Orbison, Tom Petty. There's gonna be one song that you. Uh, uh, I know, but well, you gotta name the members. Ah, uh, Chris Christopherson's in that too. Is he? Uh, he was also he was also Whistler Pretty in the Blade movies. Sure, he was what? Whistler in the Blade movies. Fuck you, really? That's Chris Christopherson. Really? Shit you not. I love the shit you not. Shit you not. Shit you not. And a deep cut on the on the shitty Blade movies before like Marvel Cinematic Universe became a thing. Like oh, uh, we should do a whole podcast. Oh God, about yeah. Garbage. Blade Two uh, had uh, freaking Norman Reedus in it from Walking Dead before he got big. That was, yeah. really? That was just post yes, uh, Boondock yes. Saints. That's right. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I love Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints one of my all time favorite movies. Right. I don't care if it's a horrible movie. So is it Tom Petty? Yeah. Chris Christopherson. Yeah. What? Are you on it now? Yes. Tom Petty. I already said that. Yeah. Willie Nell. No. Okay, go. The group is organized by former Beatle. Oh, fucking, um... George Harrison. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jeff Lynn. Who? Jeff Lynn. Fuck is that? Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, word. Bob Dill. Yeah. Never heard of him. I'm 
I can't. I don't understand Bob Where? Dylan. I will take Roy Orbison over Bob Dylan any day of the week. Well, I don't think. Thump thump thump. Thump a dump thump. thump. There's Olive. Big oh, olive. Honey. That's oh. a big Olive. That's a big Olive. My little yes. Miss Miss. I was trying to say. Little. I was looking at Olive the other day. Why you call him Little? That little muffin right there. <laughs> muffin top. Mm. Muffin middle, top bottom. I was tr- I was looking at Olive and I was saying pimento. And then halfway through I stopped and I kept on saying palm olive. And then oh my god. I gotta get <laughs> Um, I think you've heard this. Oh, I know the riff, yeah. Yeah. See, I can't do names of it. Like, I can do songs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well you, I, I you get... I couldn't do all the karaoke <laughs> shit I do with it. Like, and no one asked me who it is. It's like, you know what's that song? Well, you get in your fucking truck and you're listening to fucking hip-hop through the fucking windows, right? Yeah, man. Like, that, that's one of the coolest things about the last, like, two years before we went on this... Weird segue about fucking the Highwaymen and the Blade movies. Oh, right. It's the best thing about this podcast. <laughs> yeah. There's fuck all. Absolutely. And I don't edit anything out of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it was, uh, you know, through the music uh, festivals and stuff like that, you start to get exposed to a few things. And I got to say, like, compared to growing up and, you know, you just listen to a radio until you like something and then you yeah. find a friend who's you know, parents have like five grand to drop on the one and only CD player in the neighborhood and they <laughs> record a bunch of cassettes like we were talking about yeah. earlier. Uh-huh. But like, it was so different growing up. Now, now you hear one song that catches your ear, you throw it into, you know, your Spotify or, uh-huh. or as I will do, because I know if Spencer Schumann ever hears it, he'll laugh at this. My YouTube I, music, oh. because I'm one of the only people who seems to use that. Not name. really, because I will that's shout a, out. That's a whole other deep dive. Of why I, I will use shout out to Rob Yates right now, because he's all about YouTube music. Yeah. It's fucking you know awesome. why? Do you know why? why? I'll tell you why. Okay, why? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Okay. So before it was YouTube music, it was Google Play Music, right? Mm-hmm. But before it was Google Play Music, it was Songs. Do you guys remember Songs and how great Songs was? when Before there was any app where it was like, I'm in the kitchen drinking water. Play, make me a playlist for that. That was the originator that did that, right? It was all songs free are. songs of it. It's gone now. It got bought out because it was a million dollar idea. That's where the whole, like, I'm sitting on the deck having beers with friends. And it just makes you a playlist. Right. And then it yeah. would cash. So, like, they have all the apps do. It's not revolutionary. They all do them now. Yeah. That was where that all started from, right? So really? Type in what you in. I'm cleaning my apartment. It'll make and a fucking playlist, right? I'm sorry. So, anyways... I don't even know where I was going with I that. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, music but festival. But start getting that. Yeah. So that's kind of what uh, segued into a few things, and you know, same way with those apps now. Whether you know, it's YouTube. Music What's the one in uh, Guelph? What's it called? What? The Witch. Yeah. Hillside. Yeah. Cool. See, right on. you know. <laughs> yeah. I knew we were talking about two different things. But you put you put a song in or what you're doing in, and it just what? made your playlist. Yeah. Hillside is a fucking good one. Because yeah. I saw the biggest thing at Hillside I saw was, oh god damn it! Remember that fucking show we saw at the brewery? Fuck me! Hold on. You Which guys, one was that show? <laughs> no. I gotta say those brewery shows are fantastic. They are so brewery. much fun. So I'm wearing a shirt from right now. I saw from Doug Hurst that It's the opener for Regal Cowboys, right? Yes. Like, the best one I've ever been to. That was I had so simply because I just finished the Catch Twenty Two show. 
Oh, you missed. I was cut. Oh, hold on. I was a mess. No, you both were. I, I caught you both as That's you were leaving. Real. I was on mushrooms. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what was that fucking? I. What was that band? Had to uh, make the cab driver stop on the way home. Huh? Oh, that's okay. a moment. Oh, yeah, you know you have a good time. That man. was a moment. Oh, the Sadies. Yeah, I almost wore a Sadies shirt today. I know, but <laughs> what I'm saying is like when it's uh, fucking hillside, uh-huh. the Sadies did their cover band of Alice Cooper. That's cool. And they all fucking did their face makeup like fucking Alice Cooper, and all we played was all of Cooper songs. <laughs> and that was my favorite hillside moment. Okay, sweet. Let's like talk about me. I like a. Uh, Alice Cooper's, of course, famous from. Uh, no, I'm saying. Oh, sorry, Cancer Bats and Bat Sabbath. Bat Sabbath, yeah. Yeah, 110%. Anyways, let's talk about mushrooms and Catch 22. Yeah. So. That, was great. that was a great time. Yeah. I was fucking mangled, though. Yeah. Oh, my God, man. There's so many good shows. They, they, the shows in town here are just so mm-hmm. good all the time. They right? are. Yeah. Shout out to Riverfest. Riverfest Presents series over at the Alora Brewing Company. Spencer Schuin, John Rolston, anyone else I need to name? Throw Kelsey in there and make her feel better. No, she's been on a podcast <laughs> twice, man. She wants me to do a, a birthday podcast at her house, huh? Oh, yeah? That fun. actually would be fun. Those parties are a riot. That would be fun. It's yeah. an absolute riot. Actually, uh, <clears throat> do you remember the Halloween party there a couple years back? You guys were there, I think. You know, no, you I was there. What, Wait, what year was it? It's like an industrial lighting show. They spent like 24 hours setting up the lighting. It was oh insane, my God. man. <laughs> I think That's I got awesome. invited, but it was that a like brewery. Halloween of like 2022 or 2020. No, no, it would have been pre-COVID. Yeah, and you know what? I, I, it's all time warp with COVID now, is. right? Like, it's such a crazy... What? Was it pre-COVID? I don't know. Yeah. In COVID, the long, long, no idea. In the before times, then how long, long ago. In the, yeah. The super yeah. long times of normalcy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a long time ago. But the whole thing's just been great exposure to music, great. You put something, and that's that's where the hip hop stuff started coming that's to. They start suddenly dropping like. Oh, I see too. Is like when we were fucking picking shit up for Riverfest, you yeah. fucking had a banging playlist. Yeah, put like fucking Deltron on and like shit like that. Right? What shit, Deltron? And then uh, all like my Riverfest moment of all Riverfest oh. moments happened last year with Sunreal, right? That's Sunreal was yeah. fucking that's cool. That's cool. So, uh, but it's it's. I mean, I'm always going to be that kind. Of, it's the same way I was with high school, man. Mm-hmm. High school, I was like in the chess club, in the band, captain of a football team, and doing all the other crazy shit in between. So, on the same way with my music, like I don't like any kind of conventions on music, so it's yeah. I want to listen to this now. I'm like, I'll go to the gym. I feel like listening to hip hop today. I'm like, I'm at the gym and I'm in a bad mood. I'm gonna put like Norse war music on or some crazy shit. I don't know. Fucking weird. That's the great thing about music. Everyone. Why be strapped to one type of music? That's what I say. Well, I say to you is like, I just love fucking skate punk and hardcore, but I love hip hop and I love country and I love fucking old alt rock. You, what's Murder Folk? Is that it? Oh, I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. Murder Folk? Yeah. Yes. We had a good chat with that. Yes. Once. Yeah. It's so good. I will talk to anyone into listening to it. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> what's, a, what's a good band for that again? Amigo the Devil. Uh, Bridge City Sinners. Sounds familiar. The Devil Makes Three. The Devil Makes Our Three. Friend there you go. James. Yeah. Yeah, James does, does that's a, a bond, cover. One of Mendy bonding moments James and I <gasps> had. Yeah, I was very happy when do I that. Do that. Ah, do that again. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's yeah. recorded though, so you can listen to it. Mm. What good? That's going on, Luke. Uh, so um who right 
Who is going to win the Super Bowl, Dan? Okay, on that note, I'm going to bed. Oh, here we go. Good night. Yeah, so night, my you. background's in football a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, I'm getting my yard. Good night. I got to tell you, like, everyone's shit talking the NFL right now, and rightfully Why? so, because there are more teams in the tank bowl than fucking ever uh, before. Like, look at this last Monday nighter. But there are some, some solid mm-hmm. te- Like, everyone knows Philly's out there right now as a monster team. San I, think Phil, I think Philly or San Fran are going to take it. I want to see when Dallas and Philly tackle in the semis, man. Because that, that Dallas defense is still golden to me. It's huge. Um, but there's also teams on the fringe. Like, everyone's, you know, it's, it's weird because people are like, well, Buffalo's not going to be in. I'm like, dude, it's still fucking Josh Allen. Still a good team. It's just they haven't played, had a bad stretch there. So, I don't know, man. I think uh, too early to say for sure. I think safe money's probably, I want to say San Fran. I think uh, when Philly and uh, Dallas meet in the semis, which is pretty much going to happen, they're going to destroy each other. And whoever comes out of that is going to get quashed by San Fran the next week or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I always get screwed up with the divisionals. All I know is the FC South is dog shit. <laughs> Right, that's my new favorite saying is dog shit. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love it. That's yeah, great. It um uh NHL. Go. Oh NHL. So uh I'm, so, too, I'm too too big into football, man. I gotta wait for my football to die down a bit. I got too much See, money. I don't start watching NHL till January. Eric. I, I got too much money <laughs> running on the football, dude. It's yeah. it's it's my thing. Um I don't I just came off shift in Toronto uh the other day or this morning rather. And uh, it was like a ma- national day of mourning for losing their freaking goalie against Toronto. Oh, they're fucked. Joseph Wall or whatever. I thought, I thought... Uh, on oh, an all-star game, game before that, apparently. It's great. I thought, uh, I'm a Habs fan, so fuck me. Um, Glad you said it. Yeah, there you go. Fuck you too. Um, hey, buddy, I was an LA Kings fan for a long time. Well, Gretzky was good, and so was Ronick too. Yeah, oh, Ronick played on my the fucking two favorite, my, I was always a bigger OHL and NHL fan, and my yeah. two favorite Guelph Storm players of all time went down there. Yeah. Drew Doughty and uh, Dustin Brown. I love Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty's fucking mint. Mint. Um, I think if, and you know what? Fuck it, I'll say it. I still think that Edmonton Oilers will go deep. You think so? Oh, Jesus. There's a lot. Actually... I if still you want to ride or die so. on that, you could put some money on that and get a good payout. Yeah, I know. My uh, my beautiful fiance Jennifer, is an Oilers fan. And I come home. I still think, I don't know, man. If they get, if they get their shit together before, when's, when's Stanley Cup? April? Something like that. If they get their shit together what before. What great hockey fans are there. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um... If they get their shit together in January, I think they can. Do well, there's it. still so much, so much. To play oh, for what, it. it's a hundred what eighty-two games. Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things. Like, why? Same way they offset the sports, right? I'm not following NHL too closely because, or well, NHL too closely because football the NFL is like in the. the well, it's week fourteen tomorrow, right? yeah, or this week week fourteen. It's starting to narrow down. Like yeah. you're in the hunt now, and yeah. shit like that. So it's a and, hot time to watch. And then uh, the Jays. I don't know if they're going to get uh, Hatani, but I can't. I mean, I can casually follow baseball. I, I'm yeah. so postseason like fucking bandwagon jumper, yeah. but I always ride it out with the Jays. Obviously, Canada's team. Right. So bring Raps, back I the fucking Expos. First thing about basketball, but I know I'm a Raptors fan. So. Bring back the Expos. Yeah, there you go. Anyways, buddy. 
Uh, thanks for doing this. Hey, buddy, no problem. It was awesome. Oh, I, I promised I'd say as soon as we just touched on sports, uh, shout out to the Allura Rocks tonight down in Patrol. Yeah. Oh, Allura Rocks, let's go. WSHL Hockey. Let's go, Allura Rocks. Let's go. Anyways, thanks for doing this. It was hilarious. And, uh... Do it again sometime. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if we won't come back, I don't know. Yeah, we'll probably do it again on Sunday, because we got our Christmas party. I'll just fucking mic it up and... <laughs> see... No, I just... Do it live! See what fucking conversations I get out of it. So, what could go wrong? Everything. Yeah. And that's the best thing. Everybody, right, You son of a bitch, I'm in. I'm done. Love you, dude. Take care. Bye.